Our mission in the Red Letter Challenge is to live like Jesus calls us to live. We want to change the picture that we give of who Jesus is. Jesus is known for joy. Brendan Manning, one of the greatest Christian authors ever to live, once said that we ought to bring people to Jesus Christ quite literally by the fun that there is in being a Christian. But for some reason, we're not known for joy. We're known for being old-fashioned and boring. We do have to change that picture. Part of the problem, I believe, is that we're, we've lost our willingness to be used and to be sent by God, and we're not experiencing the greatest fulfillment we can in this world because we're not serving and helping other people. In 1943, Abraham Maslow, a psychologist, came up with something called the hierarchy of needs. And it was like a pyramid, and he described the needs that we have in this world. And so on the most foundational, basic level, we have needs of, of food and and shelter and things like that. And as you go up the, the pyramid, you have relationship needs. And at the very top of it is something called self-actualization needs. And what that means is that we'll have the greatest fulfillment, Maslow said, when we actually achieve our fullest potential. Well, decades later, they actually added more needs to the pyramid and said there's actually a need that's higher than self-actualization. It's called transcendence needs. And what that means is you'll experience the greatest fulfillment in this world when you, who have achieved your highest potential, actually help somebody else achieve their highest potential. So when I think of selfless men and women, I think of firefighters. They every day risk their lives to help save us. Their job absolutely has the interest of other people more so than themselves. So one of the greatest stories that I've heard about firefighters is about a man named Timothy Stackpole. He was in the New York Fire Department for more than 20 years, and on September 10th, 2001, he became captain. One day later, of course, was the tragedy of 9-11. He was one of hundreds of firemen and firewomen that went into the World Trade Centers, but unfortunately, he was one of 343 that didn't come out alive. And right after this happened, they, they looked back at some old videos of him, and on a public service announcement, you heard Timothy Stackpole make this declaration that the greatest high you can have in this world is when you help someone else out. The greatest high you can have is when you're serving and contributing to society. Jesus invites us all to a bigger life, a life that's bigger than ourselves, and too many of us are so focused on consuming and me, me, me. We live in a have it your way society. But what Abraham Maslow and what Timothy Stackpole have discovered for us is that nothing fulfills our hearts more than when we serve others. It turns out that they weren't the ones that invented that though. Jesus has been echoing this from the beginning and I'll prove it to you. So there's this very well-known story in the Bible of Jesus talking to a Samaritan woman, which would have broken all sorts of cultural barriers. But there's a, a little-known scene in this story after the woman goes away. The disciples had already gone out and they'd bought food for themselves and they were coming back into town and they were concerned about Jesus and what does Jesus have to eat? And so they were concerned about him and this is what Jesus says to them in John chapter 4, verse 32. He says, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. And I think at this point they're thinking, wait, it's Sunday. Does Jesus have Chick-fil-A? How do you get Chick-fil-A on Sunday? What are they talking about? He's got food to eat. And then Jesus said this, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. And I love that because what it shows us is the same thing that Maslow and Stackpole are getting at. Jesus is saying when everyone else is thinking, consume, 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 and fill me and fill me, fill me. What actually nourishes me, what actually fills me up 
is when I do the work that God sent me to do. Jesus is rejuvenated and refreshed actually when he helps people that come to him. And that's so countercultural to what we experience. And I want to tell you the life of greatest fulfillment is spent when you serve others, when you give of yourselves. Now, as we go out and we, as we serve, because that's what this week is all about, I want you to remember that it's not because we need to for our salvation, and it's not for your name and for your sake and for your glory, but it's for Jesus' glory. In fact, you can never save yourself. God's already done that. But I believe through the Holy Spirit working inside of you and through you that you can help save someone else. Let me say this again. You can't save yourself, but you can help save someone else. How amazing is that that God would invite us into that life where we can help save someone by what we do. He says in, his, in, in Matthew 5 that, that people can see our good deeds and actually glorify God the Father in heaven because of us. That's the life God invites us into. I want to invite you into a life of service. Some of you are saying, I know that I should serve. I just don't know what to do next. I'm waiting on that one thing that God has for me. Here's what I would say to you. Quit focusing on the one thing and start serving where you're at. Find someone that you believe is living a life on purpose, living a life on mission, living a life that's bigger than themselves and go serve with them. And I truly believe that as you do that, you will be God's light, you will be God's servants, but even more than that, you will find the greatest fulfillment on this side of heaven. Go and serve and see what God can do through you.